You're listening to the Bored to Death Bingecast, talking TV shows and movies in easily digestible chunks. Hello again, ladies and gentlemen, and other assorted gender assignations. Welcome back to the Bored to Death Bingecast. I am Jay, being joined by Sam, Chris, Rose, and the Peanut Gallery is present here as well. Uh, Zeke and Kat are not joining us for this one. Uh, they went and saw a later showing. Uh, we are here to give an after report for Ghostbusters Afterlife, the long-awaited proper third movie in the Ghostbusters franchise. Yes, which the only is. third movie. What are you talking about? Well, there is no other third movie but Afterlife. This is true, but I count that as a different franchise altogether. Wait, one that failed. Game, wait, I thought the video game was the third movie. <laughs> ah, yes, that's that was true. the third script. Yeah, there one you go. One of the many scripts. And they sort of adapted aspects of it for this, in a, in a sense. But, ah. Which one was my player character? I didn't <laughs> pick any of those fools. No, he's in L.A. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <clears throat> And if there's any go, if there's any city that's probably got is got, and of course, it's needless to say, LA. before we get into things, there are going to be spoilers, right. uh, multitude of spoilers, multitude of spoilers. So we're not one of those places like if you're going to Benchcast and you're going to see a 45 minute video, you're not going to have absent spoilers, right? Uh, so this is your spoiler warning right now. If you do not want to be spoiled for Ghostbusters Afterlife, come back next week. Be- yes, better sir. yet, Make go see it. Around. Yeah. Be- Go see it. Yeah, exactly. Fuck the critic score. Yes. I'm going to say that right now. Reading the critics, their heads are firmly planted between their ass cheeks. Wait, like most critics are. 61%. A full 6% lower than 2016. That's probably because there weren't any queef jokes in it. There were were queef jokes in uh, Answer the Call? Yeah. I don't remember those. I must have, I must yeah, have blocked, there were four of them. I must have blocked it out of my memory. <laughs> like a lot of... Yeah, like Rhodes a lot got of, what I meant. <laughs> um, but hell. this was... This was a love story. Oh my god, yes. Oh god. So much A love letter to the fans, fans of the original. Mm. Which some of the people are like, oh, this is just pandering. It's like, where does it fucking end? Come where on. does it end? There's, there's pandering and then homages, but then you pick and choose which is what. Oh, well, it's just just sequelitis. It's just going to be the same fucking thing. All right. This is called, one, A New Generation. Two, if you paid attention to the fucking movie, this is literally a sequel to one and not two. So two didn't exist. Yeah, I don't understand the hatred for two. I don't really understand it either. It's not as good as the original, I'll say that. As far as I can tell, or what I've read, is that it was cranked out because it was trying to continue on. Yeah, the popularity studio, basically studio. saying... Wait, the, the cartoon didn't do that? Well, yeah, the cartoon did it as well, but... Um, regardless, I mean, when when we were watching in the theater, the moment it started up and the theremins started, I was like, we're in good hands. <laughs> this is going to be fine. It wasn't lambasted with a bunch of bullshit poppy songs or a crappy remake. Nope. Sorry, Fall Out Boy, I like you and all, but you can't... You, I would have preferred whatever that I would was. The, uh, I mean, the only other acceptable version of the theme song is the one by Run DMC from Ghostbusters 2. Yes. Yeah, I would yeah. have accepted that. Yeah. Um, uh, but this... Now I can sign my piece. Oh, Peanut oh, Gallery yeah. has some things to say. Did you finish your sandwich? <laughs> so, I want to explain something very clearly. I have never wanted to leave a theater until I saw the 2016 movie. I was this close to standing up and leaving. It was very disrespectful. It was really 
disgusting and it felt like a long ass SNL skit that was horrible that matches the Mario skit that came out a couple months ago. <laughs> Not, more, more, than a, more than a couple months when ago, but anyway. the queef joke came on the screen, <laughs> Sam would tell you the look on my face. He'll never forget that look. And how I had to literally was. hold her in her damn seat. Like, I'm no, like, no, okay, no. this this has got to be the one and only shitty joke. And it's not because the entire the... movie was a shitty joke. Yeah, yes, it really at was. my expense, and I didn't like it. And it's not because they're all women. I don't give a fuck about that. That's right, she is a woman, stupid. so she is allowed to say that. <laughs> it is fucking stupid. As a cis white male, what, I am not makes, allowed to say say what, anything what about the all female thing. Mad about the whole damn thing is that's the actual last Ghostbuster film I saw with my mom. So oh. I like really like pissed like shit about 2016. So this one. This is a truly love story from the afterlife. I'm pretty sure my mom was sitting up there just squeeing away at she was, every she was, single scene. She, she was, she was in with, the theater with y'all. She was No, she was sitting there with Harold. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. She, uh, she was like, no, no, my son is sitting there. We got to watch this. Yeah. So please it was nice of him to make a cameo, too. Please, I know, right? If you have not seen it, literally go see it. Yeah, stop watching it right now. Go no, no, not it. 2016. you got to preface this. Yes, go see Afterlife. Go see Afterlife. Do not... No, yes, he's going to fuck that. No, go see Afterlife. Get that score right back up there because... I, it, no. Bad. <laughs> yeah, answer the, answer the call was just bad. It was beautiful. badly written. I cried three times. Bad. Did? Sam cried three times. You did? I cried. Yes. I got. I, I admit, I got a bit misty-eyed at a, at a few points. I laughed. I cried. It was an all-around joyous movie. Absolutely. Um, I think we want to keep the ending. Yes. Even though we are saying this is a spoiler-filled re, um, rehash. All I have to say is, do not leave the theater until the until event. the very very end of the credits. Yes. Completely. There, there are there is a there is a stinger scene. Uh, you know, partway through the partway through the credits, but then there's another uh, there's another scene at the end, which is very very nice and touching. And all I gotta say is, tell them about the twink. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> the, 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 <laughs> tell them about the twink. Yeah, tell them about the twink. What about, what about the twink? <laughs> tell me about the twink. Oh yeah, that was me through like a majority of the film was me just sitting there just quoting the first movie. Oh yeah, there was so much, uh, so many callbacks to. The first movie, um, but the basic gist of of this is, some point after the after the Great Manhattan Cross Rip of nineteen eighty four, uh, the ghost the ghost busting business sort of dried up, and well they they, they defeated the big bad so and the, the dim- and the no dimensional longer. wavelengths stabilized or whatever pseudo scientific explanation you want to give you want to give it. And as we found out from Ray later in the movie, uh, Venkman went back to academia. Went back to... My hero? No. Like, he went back to you know, know. teaching and uh, being a professor or whatever. And he taught, taught like, business and, uh, <laughs> and, and marketing and stuff. Which, yeah, Venkman was always sort of the salesman of the, of the quartet. Uh very very appropriate given the uh, cartoon had established that his father was a con man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Winston went into finance 
Which is funny because that's exactly where... Um, Ernie Hudson? Well... Oh, Louis Tully. Yeah, yeah Louis came from finance, and Ernie made, a, made the little crack about money crunching, yeah. and come to find out, guess what he goes into? And he became very, very successful. Uh, and Ray just sort of went back to op- being running, Ray. being Ray and running his little occult bookshop. Which uh, you Ernie, find out in that in the uh, closing scene. Well, it turns out, you know, Zed Moore has been paying his rent yeah. for him. He's like, oh, he'll make it big someday. No, he'll turn a profit someday, is what he said. <laughs> Which is not the same thing as making it big. <laughs> yeah, but I, I really love the fact... And and Janine made made a couple of appearances, too. Which is, yeah, of course, Janine was always looking out for Egon. You know what the funny thing is? I thought that Janine was going to be the mom. Same. I, I, suspect, I suspect she is, but they just never... Uh, she, they just the, never quite stayed married or something. Throughout the movie, not Janine, but um, you know, Callie, uh, the, Kelly, the, the the daughter, yeah, uh, Egon's granddaughter. No, oh, uh, Phoebe, you mean? Okay, yeah. Um, she was always talking about how she was like, oh, he was, or no, her uh, her dad uh, was always like, oh, uh, he was never there. Uh, he kind of just he, no. Phoebe's the little girl. That's the granddaughter. No, I'm, well, I'm, I got the uh, switch on accident. Uh, the um, uh, the daughter was like, oh, he was never there. You know, he was always more invested in science than his actual family. Well, right. it turns out he was trying to prevent the end of the world. Yep. Uh, which this time, instead of happening in a in a place like New York, which is more expensive to film in, this time it was in uh, Oklahoma or Canada, standing in for Oklahoma because they it's pri- che- they cut, because it's cheaper to film in Canada. They probably. probably they probably could have filmed that out here in Virginia, in like the middle of nowhere, like the uh, in Gum Spring. Yeah. that is literally the same area. Nothing <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, but farm and churches and small towns. It's just, yeah, and since Summerfield, which is this old like mining town, which hasn't really had a, any sort of mining operations in seventy years. <laughs> yeah, and I, I like how they they threw mention of someone. That you only heard about in the original film. Evo Shandor. Evo Shandor, who literally built the tower. Who built the apartment building. Yeah. With selenium girders. By the way, did he... would drag the girders straight from this mine all the way there. Mm -hmm. Just to make sure that he could get... So he could construct the... The temple. The, yeah. Basically, he he was trying to... Rule the world. And he wanted to. He wanted to basically rule alongside Gozer. Yeah, and we saw. We saw how that happened. We saw how that worked out. Yes. For him. <laughs> More on that there later. Be only yes. One. Uh, but the movie opens with uh, Egon, uh, who was very carefully. They didn't show his full face during any during any of that. I, I, I'm I, sure I, they're probably looking I, at it like I, we, I love, we can't. We can't, we can't afford to do what they did in Star Wars and put his face on your head. Right. So the, deep fake, to... the deep fake technology is not there yet for that. Yeah. <laughs> so but I love how they used the shadow. You could tell exactly who it the was. The glasses, the, the hair. And it, I, I really loved how they made it, made that entire opening scene. Mm. Um, just, But we see him like escaping from the mine and 
his uh, modified pickup truck, which is sort of like Ecto two, I suppose. Uh, <laughs> it, there was clearly he had clearly made some modifications to it. For I'm pretty it. sure it's like Ecto ten at this point. If Probably. you go by the cartoon chronology, like, there was we, like well, we don't know if the cartoon chronology factors into any. Thing is, they already skipped out too. Yeah, unfortunately. Um, but I mean, it kind of makes sense for how they're doing the story in this one that Beagle so, would not be referenced. Yeah. Especially since why, why am I dripping with goo? <laughs> yes, especially since they are trying to basically continue on the the main premise of the first film. Go, yeah, Goza. Gozer, yeah, Gozer. trying to... Uh, and then, of course, <laughs> the fact there. that they had too many... They captured too many ghosts. Well, that's that, what it was in the first movie. Right, but, and... Again, they still had too many ghosts because, yeah. well, don't want to go into that just yeah, yet. Just yet. But, you know, but Egon, and he has a uh, a full ghost trap with him, which he lures something. We don't see well, exactly what it is. It's all like, it's in, it's like mostly I, I, invisible. I'm, I'm under the impression he actually captured one of the, the, the terror dogs. The, the terror one of the terror dogs, yes. I mean, and please. was luring Gozer. Gozer to the farm and. The trap failed. Yeah, the trap failed. All because, well, it's... Well, they, they didn't have enough power. Well, yeah. Uh, but the entire time, I'm like... I was trying to think... I was like, this, is there just like a massive trap hidden underneath it? No. The whole farm is the trap. Yep. That dirt. was pretty damn unique. Um, Sam, you had you were about to say something? Oh, no. Okay. I thought I thought I heard you start to say something and then... At any rate. But that also explains why he took all the traps and gear that they had. Yes. Because he needed it. Yeah, that he did. I, uh, I, I'm guessing somebody must have built some extra ones then. But when he realized that his trap had failed, he quickly ran inside his house, opened up a, uh, uh, like a okay, hole if you've in seen the floor. The tra- okay, if you've seen the trailer where uh, his granddaughter is basically shifting around the floor like a puzzle box... That's where the trap is. Mm-hmm. He puts the trap in well, they there. They show her pulling it out in one of the trailers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And then he pulls his chair over top of it, and he's like sitting down, and he's got his little EKG the PKE reader. meter. Yeah, uh, PKE, that's which what apparently that's what doubles as a taser. Well, it's, he obviously yeah, makes modifications. Shit out of it. Mm-hmm. And he's wait, and he's just seeing that you know he can hear like something rattling around outside the house, and then just as the thing starts to activate. Like hands. Well, we also see like a like spectral form starting to. It appro- looked like a terror dog on two feet. Yeah, yeah. Which I think that was the other shit. terror dog. Oh, it's like it's like they were just like, what can we do for this film that they weren't able to do in the original film? Mists. <laughs> um, and but the it's devil dog the devil dog appears to retreat, and the P- the PKE meter like turns off. And then hands like rip out of the chair if, and grab him, just like happened to Dana. In the yeah, first I was movie. gonna say if you've seen the original film, you know how it happens. And the only difference is that he doesn't get dragged off. Nope, but they, it does kill him. Yeah, uh, he was old. He could, well, yeah, he was he was old. He probably had uh, probably had not. Yeah, been they eating. were they were saying he he looked like he died of a heart attack, but so it probably scared the shit out of him. Well, what was that? What was that probably. scene in uh, the first episode of Extreme Ghostbusters where he tries to go off on his own with the original equipment? He's like, "I'm breaking the number one rule of ghostbusting: never go on your go, never go by yourself." 
Yeah, no one believe him. So yeah, because he was because as we find out find out a bit later, uh, he when he bailed out on Ray, he like took all of their equipment and was going on about the end of the world and Ray didn't believe him. Which well, he, is saying a lot given that it's Ray. Yeah, Ray. <laughs> uh, well, I think that's because Ray thought that they had prevented it from happening. That's the thing. The world is always ending. Yeah. Well, yeah, look at the Terminator movies. Uh, yep. Uh, wow. <laughs> I'm now trying to picture Michael Bay doing a Ghostbusters movie. Oh, God. Explosion. As soon as, soon as you turn on one of the proton packs, explosion. No, slow you, motion. Zap, you, zap, you zap something and just... No, you zap a, you tap yeah, you don't ghost trap in slow motion. You, blow you, don't, up. you don't trap them anymore. You just overload them until they explode. There you go. <laughs> Um, oh, God, no. no, no, you gotta go by the video game's rules. You gotta slam them into shit in order to weaken them and <laughs> yeah, there you go. the trap. Um, but from there, we, from there we're introduced to Egon's uh, daughter and her children. His daughter, Callie, and her son, Trevor, and the daughter, Phoebe. Uh, Trevor has a bit of a mechanical knack, but... You know, he's, when it comes to like science and stuff like that, he's it's like, oh. Phoebe. Phoebe yeah. is Phoebe, Phoebe is, the, is the reincarnation. Yep, and well, just they, as socially awkward as Eon, mm-hmm. uh, and just as adept with uh, all things electronic and electrical. <laughs> she was she was adjusting the power in the apartment complex from their room. Which is probably one of the reasons they got evicted. <laughs> well, I mean, the mom did say, look, I'm on my way to go pick up a check right now. Right. Uh, but the land- their landlord was just basically like, as soon as you leave, I'm changing the locks. <laughs> well, he says, I'm not going to change it until you leave. So he gave her some leeway. Yeah. Seeing as he could have just been like, stop, get the fuck out, I'm... I'm a... Yeah, but you know, that's so basically means... That's basically... He's basically saying, yeah, pack up your shit and get out. But... From there, they just head out to the dirt farm in, you know, Summerfield, uh, Oklahoma. I, I am amazed that they literally call this place the dirt farm. They were like, well, he wasn't growing anything. <laughs> yeah, plenty of dirt. And, and the barn had dirt written on the side of it. <laughs> that was probably vandalism. Prop, maybe. But uh, there was all the other stuff on the... Uh, well, outside the gate was him. Yeah. I figured he probably put dirt on there also, but it's very possible it was very well, I think, I under, I'm, I'm under the impression that he put that there because, guess what? In the dirt were the traps. Yep. But Maybe to keep so the box to remind He was himself. literally telling you where the traps are. And so, but the the Spenglers relocate into, into the house and they're all basically, like... The mom and Trevor are both a bit like, oh, it's worse than we than we thought. <laughs> they're looking they're looking at all this and I meanwhile just lock on to the stack of books I was <laughs> right like, next to the first chair. movie again. <laughs> it's like symmetrical book stacking. No human being would stack books like this. <laughs> Except for Egon. No, that wasn't Egon. Those those books were not stacked there before he died. Are you sure? Yeah. Yes, they were. Positive. Chris, when, Chris would have seen it too. Because when they when they moved, he has in, this. He has the eye for detail like me. Because when they walked in and then I saw the books there, I said, "No human could possibly stack books." Like I was, this. I was the same, same, same. Like I said, I was quoting the first movie a lot. Mm-hmm. This. And literally, 
Every, everything you were quoting was showing up exactly as is. Exactly. It was, that it was, is, su- it was that such is the quote. It is such a love letter to to the original movie. It was it was great. And you know, the first, I, you know, literally, I believe that was just Egon trying to say, "Hey, I'm here." Yeah. Well, him saying, "Hey, I'm here," is when he started playing chess. Yeah, well, well first was, he just that, smacked the shit on the floor. He's like, "No, clean it up." Well, no, uh, now I we th- play. Yeah, I want to play chess. I haven't played chess with anybody except well, myself he, for the maybe last thirty years. Maybe it was years. him trying to um, interact with it, and then it just too much power. Yeah, knocks it over. Kind of like in, kind of like in the movie Ghost. You know, it takes a little bit of work before. Oh you God! Can... So they did they just reference Ghost in this film? <laughs> Possibly. <Whoa. laughs> <laughs> That was the second ghost that they that the Ghostbusters busted. <laughs> Oops. Well then, then, Oops. Then, well, then they try to get Casper's well, bank, well, Ray anyway tried to get the Casper's uncles out of that house, but he said, "Who are you gonna call? Somebody else." And they yeah. took off. Um, but and they quickly they establish some of the locations that you you know and other characters you need to you need to know. Trevor immediately. Develops a crush on the girl that works at the at the local uh, burger joint. Spinners. Spinners. Yeah. yeah. I, um, I like how the light was out later yeah, on in the he, movie. He and it said Spinners. <laughs> yeah. He, he has he has, he has chocolate fever. Yep. Uh, the girl's name was Lucky. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he just has a sweet tooth. Yes, for chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he very quickly like. Applies for a job at the. At so how old are you? Seventeen. He's actually fifteen. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> find that out way later. Yeah, um, and of course when he uh, applies there and gets the job, they're immediately giving him all the really crap jobs like doing that nobody does yeah. inventory, like, inventory, inventory. <laughs> cleaning, the cleaning the floor mats and shit <laughs> under the floor mats. See, the worst Ugh. part is since I work in a restaurant, I would know this, but there actually is a chemical that's made to specifically clean freezers. And I believe it. It's heavy on the alcohol. I believe he wasn't it. cleaning that. He was cleaning the floor. Yeah. He was just doing inventory in the... Yeah, he was doing that. And, and it then, looked like the, the spill mats for uh, cooks. Oh, God. The one thing that we don't use at my job. <laughs> well. Um, Thank God for that. <laughs> but Phoebe has, is basically put into summer school because her mom doesn't really know how to deal with her. Because she will just start taking apart anything and... You know, start trying to fix the electrical grid. So she's Reed Richards. <laughs> yeah, sure. Uh, and it's Holy. in, and it's in the summer school uh, that we're introduced to Gruberson, uh, Paul Rudd's character, <laughs> Gary. Yes. Gary Gar- Gruberson. Gary Gruberson. Gar- guaranteed best teacher of them all. <laughs> who didn't did give a shit to show horror movies <laughs> to twelve-year-olds, mind you. Yeah. No, this is the greatest no, teacher no, no, in the world. No, no, Rudd and I literally—I literally looked over at him. And I was like, "Where was this teacher when we were in high school?" <laughs> <laughs> oh, we never went to summer school. I, I, I summer I, school teachers do not give a fuck. I know. Clearly, <laughs> he even says so. Easiest job on earth. Um, a slap in Cujo on VHS that he slapped on. But uh, child's, child's play, play later on. The fact, the fact that he has Cujo or VHS. Though. He said he found that in the uh, teacher's uh, lounge. Oh, that's for the teachers to watch them when they're just getting tired of watching all the PBS crap. <laughs> I was like, it's based on him. And, watch, it's, and it's VHS, giant, too. It's VHS. Watch Giant Rabbit St. Bernard go after kid. Yes. Yes, get the kid. 
Get him good. <laughs> um, good dog. <laughs> but it's in summer school that Phoebe meets podcast. Okay. <laughs> AKA Ray Jr. <laughs> Ray Jr. He absolutely yeah. filled the filled the role of uh, of. He is one hundred percent the new Ray. Yeah, and Trev- he's, he's, and 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 bits and pieces of uh, Venkman. Bits and pieces of Venkman, but I would say Trevor is more like the is more like the is kind of sort of slides into the Venkman role. Trevor is. More I don't think he has a charisma. Maybe not. I I I think he's more Winston because he works yeah, on the car. That's yeah. true. Um, and Lucky, I don't know where. Exactly I thought she, she would be more closer to a Winston because she was more the straight man of the group. And it looks like Zeke has joined us. I have a question for you guys. Who cried? I, I wept like a bitch. Yeah, yeah. Sam and Sam and the Peanut Gallery both started three crying. different times. I show no emotions. Oh, I, I, I got a bit misty eyed at, at some point. I laughed. I cried. I tried to hold it back the two times, and the third time was the like, oh, God damn it. Like, we oh. came, we saw, we cried. <laughs> <laughs> came, we saw, we kicked this. No, we, <laughs> no, we didn't. But yeah, I, 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 I really <laughs> lost it as soon as uh, uh, the Egon started to dissipate a leak. Oh yeah, that was that was that was the, one of the parts where I started oh, getting so misty eyed. Was, was that far on the binge? We're past no, 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 no. We're we're sort of jumping back and forth, but that, we're like we always do. I, I had I had another question. Yeah, who thought he was going to be put in a trap? I was half worried he was going to get sucked. I into the knew trap. When, he, when he got to the side where the where the boys were, he knew where tra- his own trap. Yeah, were. I, that's fair. I was well, still worried. you also got to remember at the very beginning when he was running. Once he got to the dirt field, he started hopping left and right. He so, knew where his traps were, and he didn't want to step on one and accidentally knock it out, knock it out of alignment. Probably. And I have sense. one question about that. Why did he not use the Ecto One instead of the truck? Ecto One would have made it. He probably didn't want to wreck it because he knew exactly. Well, where the Ecto One was already wrecked. It was. Or, yeah, it was under a dust cloth. It was I, mean, rusting. I mean, I mean, I mean, the Ecto One is Winston's baby. Yeah, he's not a mechanic. Yeah. No. Although he did help Trevor to fix. To want to get it running, yeah. Oh, to turn just it off by, by just twisting like, one wire. He's like, well, that needs to go in there, and yeah. there you go. I'm glad I'm a ghost because this would hurt real life. <laughs> <laughs> I twist this bad boy up. Hey, I didn't feel a thing. Yeah. Oh, oh wait, that's <laughs> right. Oh, yeah, that's oh, yeah. And the fact that uh, he keeps possessing shit throughout the film, yeah. <laughs> I love the light. The light, yes. <laughs> he be- yeah. he became Pixar. Yeah, I'm just gonna say. <laughs> So that's who's the Pixar. <laughs> he became Luxo. <laughs> oh my god! Um, but there's already fan art, I bet. I'm sure there is. If Dude, there's not, there, there, there will be. There will be now. Yeah. Though I have learned one thing from Marvel now: always stay to the end. Yes. Of the well, we already talked, mentioned it, but we'll get more. Marvel's into it later. the reason why it happens. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But uh, po- yeah, podcast is. Like we said, he's sort of the new Ray. He, he is Ray. He, and he's just this nerdy, somewhat nerdy kid that records a podcast about mysteries and 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 stuff. And, it really <laughs> Well he also talks about the Illuminati, lizard people, just I mean, like Ray. He, he yeah. went everywhere. But again, that was Ray. I liked the call but I liked when when he and Ray met. <laughs> <laughs> you do MTW W? You're my subscriber? I love that when he said my subscriber. <laughs> yes, singular. Forty seven episodes is when it really starts to take off. Forty six. Forty six. Forty six. So Jay, is that what happened when you meet your, your subscriber? <laughs> I, I I we are in the double digits, so <laughs> 
You know what? I, I could push us one more ahead. Wait, do I? Am I honest? I don't know. You should, if you are not subscribed to, to the Vintage I don't want to pad the numbers. Pad the fucking numbers. <laughs> it's not. Well, I'm trying to force my sisters to pad numbers. I don't so. give a shit. <laughs> Subscribe, subscribe. Yeah, subscribe make sure make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. Subscribe, you know, or I'm going to shoot I'll... you with a Nerf gun. <laughs> He'll do it too. A I've Nerf seen minigun. Yeah, I've seen it. <laughs> Why do they call it a minigun? It's bigger than all the rest because it's because it's still smaller than an actual minigun. Why does it have old painless spray painted to the side? <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing that made me sad. But uh, podcast keeps that like they weren't in it more. Oh no! The fact that they uh, the, the one I want is only at AMC. And it's like forty bucks, but you go online and people are selling it for one hundred twenty. What is it? The Ecto One popcorn. Oh, the one you showed me. Yes. Oh, dear God. <laughs> Do they still have it at AMC? Apparently, but I'm sitting there like I I'm not going to AMC. Go grab it. Look, look! I want to walk into AMC. Look, I'm here for friends. popcorn. Give me that damn Ecto <laughs> and walk out. <laughs> We're like, I'm, I'm here, uh, I, I, I'll take the job. What? Yep. These are my perks. Later. <laughs> oh, by the way, I quit. <laughs> don't, don't, don't bother calling me, I quit. Um, Who are you going to call? Nobody, because I didn't give you my number. Bye. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, back to, like, podcast, the way he keeps, like, recording bits and just being so over-the-top and dramatic with everything that he records. And the fact that he keeps, he's got that microphone that he keeps in a holster. Yeah. Well, yeah no, it's in a sheath. Do. It's like... I ain't buying that for him. I don't, <laughs> I don't need a microphone like that. And I'm not going to turn into a freaking gargoyle tuck, toting all that stuff around to record everything every waking moment. It's all this giant-ass backpack he carried with him, right? I mean, yeah, that's had, probably the batteries enough, that he needs to he record everything. audio stuff on him. He could have recorded oh, He's serious about his podcasting, at least. Yeah. Yeah. For all, for his, all, for, eBay for every single one of his subscribers. I mean, he can, it sounds like the one listened to him also, I mean. I mean, yeah. he knew exactly I loved he how he had a My Little Pony. <laughs> oh, the My Little Pony thumb drive. Thumb drive with all of his podcasts on it just so he, he isn't ready to hand out. <laughs> hey, he's not doing the YouTube algorithm justice. Well, not everybody gives a shit about the algorithm. But it's also. We don't give a shit about the algorithm. <laughs> It's the fucking algorithm. Don't worry about it. It's also <laughs> a podcast, so it didn't necessarily have to be on YouTube. This is true. But, um. And oh, we lost your train of thought. Yeah, briefly. <laughs> Phoebe and uh, and Gruberson very quickly uh, bond over their mutual oh, love did, of science. She, oh, she didn't want to watch Cujo. Yeah, yeah. Well, she saw seismographs. She saw seismographs. Well, no, it's because there because there was another earthquake because earthquakes have been happening happening on a regular basis in Summerfield. Do you, you know what? The entire time I sat there and I thought to myself, I was like, Are they on a ley line? Probably. Possibly, they already ruled out everything that it would have been. Well, leyline would not well, be, line would not be uh, uh, line would be on the map. Though. Yeah, not yeah, on not on any like seismic seismological but map or anything. Considering where the mine was, it sounds like it actually was along the leyline, which would yeah. basically intensify the magic properties of the metal. Hence, why he was able to use it for the tower mm-hmm. and for there. Yeah, because when podcast took Phoebe up to the uh, the old Shandor mine uh, and talked about how they mined selenium to make girders, and she was just like, "Why would you make girders out of an uh, 
what was electro it was like electroconductive material like uh, like selenium and he's just as sort of, soon as she said I'm like uh, for ghosts duh yeah but as as she as she told uh, as she told podcast she didn't believe in ghosts uh, <laughs> as soon as she said that I was just like you will soon <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, About it makes that. sense. For, it makes sense for the, the character though, because yeah. she's based on science. Science, science goes. Yes, I don't see but, it. I don't believe it. But it sci- ghosts have been scientifically proven to exist. They that was proven like thirty plus years yeah, ago. But but yeah, but there's some, there's some scientists who just refuse to accept that as fact. And oh, yeah. now you're bringing science denial into this. Well, and of course, they're always the ones who get smacked in the face by the damn poltergeist. I want to say this right now. We're sorry, Ash. We believe in you. Yes. Uh, and whoever's outside the house. Yeah, you stay out there. Yeah, you stay outside, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> I am not in the mood to have to deal with my. Show. I am going to call that one Knox. <laughs> yeah. Let's. Yeah. We'll just not, leave it at that. Knox. If, if there's Knox. things that you don't want in your house, you should. Probably not name them. Well, number one... Toby! The, 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 <laughs> number one, if you are knocking from the outside and you knock three times, that just tells me, yeah, fuck no, you are not belong here. At all. <clears throat> go anyway. Find, go find the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, we're... You know, and podcast gives us a little bit of exposition on, like, the mine, how a bunch of, like, the miners just up and disappeared one... One day, and I'm just uh, like some were literally jumping into. They're jumping to the death, jumping into jumping pit. into the death pit. Yep, which we see later because they're sacrificing themselves to bring the ranks higher to yep. to supercharge the the ghost geyser. That means there must have been a lot of skeletons at the bottom of that damn thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Maybe some of them probably turned themselves into parts of that statue. Possibly, I uh, would not I would not put it past that, but. Uh, <clears throat> And Trevor, meanwhile, is he, he explores the barn. He finds the old Ecto-1 and starts working on trying to put it together. Uh, get it they did, That line wasn't in it either. What? It's like, why did you work on this one? Uh, it's well, because it's the only one that had a battery. That wasn't in the movie. Yeah, it was only trailers always lie. It's, probably, it's either a deleted scene or just add um, ADR. Yeah, probably just ADR. Um, but, and uh, meanwhile... Uh, Phoebe starts playing chess with her grandfather, <laughs> as in ghost form. She doesn't realize it's him until until later when he leads her into the secret basement beneath the dirt barn. That was so <clears throat> exciting when that's what happened to the chessboard. Oh yeah. Well, at one. first when it was just like she wakes up and sees the sees one chess piece has been moved, and she just puts one. She was just curious. She's yeah. like, okay. And she puts I'll a, bite. And she and she just moves another piece, goes about her day. When she comes back later. Another piece has been moved, so she moves moves another piece, and then, and she, then and all of a sudden you just see the whole piece. Just say, "Yeah, about that, I take your knife." No, she sees it, she sees another piece it. move, so she captures one of his pawns, and then he captures he, one of hers and just yeets it across the room. He rejects the uh, the loss. The, no, he rejected the. Uh, the, the other night, there was no there was no checkmate involved. They don't no, no, they no, don't by the loss. F- I mean the loss in his uh, okay. piece. And then she starts following the PKE meter as it leads as it leads her outside and into Through the, the lights and everything. See, I like I like how when she aims away from the invisible path, it turns off. But then when she goes back, it turns back on. Yep. You notice there's a different wavelength for him too. 
Yeah, it was uh, like more blue than uh, like yep. red and green, like it was for the more hostile stuff. I'm kind of curious in one thing. Which is? Who the hell is her dad? Just because, some some guy. Because that's the thing, though. She's An ordinary super asshole. smart. Right. The mom has no interest in science. Right. And the story goes, he has no interest in science. Right. Yeah. So Egon, how, Egon's, Egon's genius intellect skipped a generation. Uh, yeah, I guess that's the case. Yep. Uh, but... Uh, but My she, question is... Who is the grandmother? Janine. I, I, I'm still saying it's Janine. <laughs> I'm still thinking because because looking never, because looking you at never the hear her talk about her mom at all. Right, but looking at her she and then looking like at Janine, Janine. Yeah, she, she had a looked, resemblance to Janine. She looked so much like Janine, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure that was the secret love. Mm-hmm. And Janine was just sort of like, I'm not really ready to raise kids. I mean, they kind of hinted <laughs> well, at it. <laughs> remember, in the first one, she was even like. She was all about him. Yeah, I'm all she about kids. She was asking about uh, and he's like, I collect molds. I collect spores, molds, and fungus. Yeah. And <laughs> we, we saw all. We did, And we did what, see that collection. So what happened? She got kids. He got spores, molds, and fungus. Yep. It was pretty much, I guess, their, their, yeah, their but the home fact away that, from home. But the fact that she didn't respond to Janine in any yeah, way. Yeah, that's why I would think that it wasn't her. I don't know. But it's, then again, I'm under I'm I'm under the impression that I don't think she knew who her parents were, other than her father. Anyway, it's if they make another one, maybe they'll address it. Well, she definitely made it sound like she knew who her dad was, just didn't want to tell her kid. If they make another one, this movie's been hopping off the scale. That's all I did was research today at work, wondering how good this movie's been doing. Terribly. It's, oh, really? The sixty-one percent. Well, how are ticket sales? He's, no, no, he's no. not. He's not talking about oh, critic tickets, scores. He's tickets talking about sales. Ticket sales. Fly. I'm not even going to go that way because we already know how I feel about Venom. Have, have you Have you read the reviews on this? Yeah, no, I'm, I'm just. Wait, We are not talking about other. Oh, yes. We are not talking about other review, I have reviews. To ask this, We're talking about the reviews of I this. Have ask, I have to ask one review of the reviews. Are we talking critic? Or are we talking There's fan? one single fan that has written a review of it that has any kind of merit, and that was a good review. Well, that's why we do our, our cast. The, so we, the critic so. ones, I was because I'm, I'm curious, why has it tanked lower than 2016? It's lower um, than Venom, too. Apparently the thing that people are criticizing it for is the amount of stuff that is supposed to make the older fans feel nostalgic. And... Uh. Uh, and that's not a bad thing because you want to bring us, you know, the the the, the original so, fan base in, so that we can bring our families along and get a new generation interested in Ghostbusters. But if we have a Pixar movie that has adult jokes, it's fine. But we can't bring the nostalgia factor. No, we, we've, okay, we're, hold we're on, having. Hold on, hold on a second. Let me read this. It says the film received generally positive reviews with the cast members. We're ninety five percent on audience, by the way. With the cast members' performances, Reitman's direction, and nostalgic tone being praised, but its fan service being criticized. <gasps> I'm sorry. What? what is the difference between nostalgia and fan service? Nostalgia know. is fan service. Exactly. This is why. Uh, what the fuck? Disregard. Uh, I, 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 you should just disregard what critics say. Nostalgia is fan service to the fans. Look, if you love the first two films, go see this. Yes. 
It We've said that my, before. We'll say it again. We will keep saying it. Go see this movie. My, my biggest thing about the critics, were you even a fan of the original series? Did you grow up with the movie? Did you, you grow have up with any the connection with the first movie? Did you even see the first one? Did you watch the cartoon? Did you watch Extreme, Extreme Ghostbusters when it came out? My first memory of a theater ever was going to see Ghostbusters in theaters when I was like four or five, maybe even three. I don't Ghostbusters two, one, because it was playing playing back in theaters oh, when okay. we were on vacation okay. in North Carolina. Wow! And <laughs> the, I remember the movie because my parents would play it all the time for me, and I loved the shit out of it. And I've seen it so many times. I was enamored with seeing it on the screen and then seeing it come from the lights, the dust and the lights from the projector. I just, I loved the movie, uh, Terror Dogs. I had a firehouse, I had the Ecto-1, I had a containment unit, I had a proton pack, I had a fucking ghost trap. You had pretty much every single piece of merchandise. Did every, you, did you I, ever wear a Ghostbusters outfit for Halloween? Yes, I did. So did I. Fist bump. Boom. So how many, which different characters did they have? They only had one. It was always Spangler. Yeah. Um, mine was like a homemade one. My mom made like the Ghostbusters armband and everything. <laughs> I originally had nice. one of the store-bought ones, then I ended up getting a better one. Yeah. And now um, now that we're all in our 30s, we can actually go and actually make the ones for 30s. Okay, 40. Uh, yeah. And hey. Okay, Grandpa. One, two. <laughs> Granddads. Who's anything about, you know, making one? Hey. I ain't planning on maybe dropping $400 on one that's actually going to fit me. Are you talking about the proton pack? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, he was talking about the flight suit. Yep. I thought you were talking about the proton pack. Nope. I, I heard him say make one. How do we make a flight suit? Uh, I might know where to find the pieces of it. And that's including the elbow pads. The ah, patches. Well, and there's four costumes. Well, there, it, the flight suit is actually just one piece. So yeah. You do these yeah, you just gotta get the patches. You just, you just gotta get, buy a boiler suit and then just modify it. Mm-hmm. Well, actually... And I have those, one of those. Actually, so. those suits are... Those are old Air Force. Uh, okay, so but yeah, I'm saying you, 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 really a boiler easy. suit would be would probably be cheaper, and then you just modify it. But yeah. anyway, back to the movie. Well, back to the movie. Uh, oh no, I like what we're doing with this. I like what we're doing with this one. Yeah, we we all very clearly had a great time with it. Love the movie. <laughs> I, I don't know if we want to go too far into spoilers. Just hearing our adulation for yes. this movie. Oh my god, so should much. be what we should be gushing just about how good it was. Mm-hmm. There pacing was, was, was really good. The pacing no, was very, very there good. There was nothing I could see that was actually bad about this film. It was well written. You could tell they took their time with the story. Mm-hmm. Um, it was paced perfectly. Nothing was rushed. You had full character development. Hell, you had character development for almost everybody. Yeah. I mean, even, even the sheriff who is uh, the girl's... Uh, Father. Well, the sheriff who was in like who are you one call? scene. Yeah, he had. So I get one phone call, right? Who are you gonna call? <laughs> <laughs> as soon as he said that, we were all just sort of like, yeah, <laughs> we know who. That's yeah, that's the lot. Yep. So does this mean that we should have done that shit from Family Guy? Oh, oh, he said it. He said it. <laughs> yeah, that insert Leonardo DiCaprio meme <laughs> yeah, pointing at the screen. Um, but yeah, it was just. The perfect love letter to Ghostbusters fans. Oh, I, I want a sequel. Oh, I want a sequel. The way they, 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 they left that with the blinking red lights. Oh, we'll, oh. Get, we'll get into that later. Yeah. Oh no, we don't. We don't. Need, I don't want to spoil the rest. The last half of the movie, man. But uh, there, just, there was just, it was see, just, see, and seeing uh, the terror dogs 
return. Yeah, the return of the terror dogs. The return of Gozer. I was Ooh. wondering what time at night did was Walmart completely empty? Uh, small town. Small town. Uh, was like, well, the movie and was supposed to. Have come where the out. hell was the Walmart? There's no Walmart in a small town. Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. Yeah, really. There was stories of a Walmart that. But literally, the Walmart takes over the town and drives everything uh, else out of business. Haven't you, didn't you notice all the biz, like the small town business, how the, all the buildings were abandoned? Yes, because Walmart, Walmart. Don't you remember that episode of South Park? Walmart, Walmart comes Walmart. into a town and eats it. Yeah, as as I as I commented to to Chris during the movie when I'll they showed the when they showed Walmart I've ever seen in my when, life. When we saw nah, when we saw the Walmart uh, and knowing that and seeing one of the ghost trails going into the building, I leaned over to Chris. I was like, "Of course, the end of the world would start at Walmart." <laughs> I laughed two things on that one: the door opening after the ghost went through. Yeah. It's like, ah, okay, it's cool. And then the second one was, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, loving when he ran through the, the car. It's like, my window's screwed anyways. I love that. It's like, you forgot, you forget about it until he just like dove head first towards his... Because <laughs> his, his windshield had gotten blown out earlier. See, what cracked me up, though, was the fact the, that the, when the, the dog was standing on it, and then the tire blew, and both of <laughs> them looked down at it. <laughs> <laughs> well, he sees looking down, he's like, I'm... He was going to be like, alright, I can get out of this. Well, now I'm fucked. Dog's like, that's a noise. Rah. Oh yeah. And you threw the ice cream on my head. You're mine. And as soon as as soon as the you know, like that they're keeping the Baskin Robbins thing with um, yeah. um Slimer. No, no. the sexiest man. Paul uh, Paul, Paul, Paul Rudd. Rudd. Paul Rudd, yeah. You could have just he said has it. a bat he has a Baskin Robbins thing in there like every movie. Oh really? Yes. <laughs> you ever notice that in Ant Man? He mentioned. Yes. No, well yeah, in the first Ant Man, yeah. Baskin Robbins don't play. <laughs> every every movie. And they're keeping it running now. Yes. Oh, was that the ice cream that brand that he grabbed? Was back? Oh, yeah. I didn't look at the brand. He mentioned it. No, um, he didn't mention it. No, he, he didn't at, mention it. But he you looked... could see the wall of yeah. it. Yeah. Well, no, you saw him take it out of the out of the freezer, but you couldn't see what it was. Oh, I knew. right But away. then, as soon as he closed it and stepped away, you saw like the empty the space whole, whole on the shelf of the Baskin Robbins. Was a uh, Baskin Robbins? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's another call over to some of the other kids that played in the. The movie because they're from Stranger Things. Yeah, well, uh, yeah. Finn uh, Wolfhard. That's the one. I couldn't remember his name. AKA the possible young uh, uh, Ben Solo. Ah, oh. okay. Supposedly he's going to be playing Ben Solo because the the ice cream shop they used in season two was actually a Baskin Robbins. Ah, okay. And that's why they had a promotions for the Upside Down Sunday. <laughs> the only question I had about the movie is. Who the fuck played Spangler at the very beginning? I want to know. Some stand-in. Like, I want to know Probably. who played him. It was he, just some stand-in. She's just really, really double. curious. Yeah. It's stunt double. There it was a stunt double from the first two films. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know about that. But, um... Maybe. But, yeah, that. seeing Gozer, <laughs> Gozer turn up again and all the various call, callbacks to some of the classic lines. Like, especially when, you know, are, Go, you, a are you a god? And, <laughs> and, like, and uh, you see Ray hesitating. Come on, Ray, you got this. <laughs> yes. You're like, seriously, man? <laughs> seriously, man? You... Yeah. Um, and, of course, yeah, Bill Murray just go off in this movie. As soon as the, as soon as the uh, terror dog possessed Paul Rudd's... You know, Possess Gruberson. I was like, "Well, I know who Zool's gonna possess now." <laughs> and sure enough, just the scene when when they walk in and they see her just sat there in the chair. I was like, "Oh, here we go!" And they're like, "Mom," and she and he 
But no refrigerator tricks. There is no mom, only Zool. There is no mom, only Zool. I swear, like when she said that, I looked over at Jay and I said, "What a lovely singing voice you have." And then, like I said, I was quoting the first film. And then, when the gatekeeper and the keymaster met and flirted briefly, oh my god, that was funny. (laughs) I like your eyes. That that made me so happy because we never saw exactly. It was heavily implied. Willis, Lewis walk in, and they exchanged, and then the door shuts. And you never see the building get made. You never saw anything, but that shows. That's because they didn't have the budget for it. I know, but yeah, they blew the top off that bitch. It answers so many questions from the first movie. How did that get up there? Yes. How did that happen? Now we know. Yeah. yeah. It goes supernatural shit. It could have been like a little model inside because what grew out of the earth this is was true. the thing. It could have been just like a model based somewhere inside the, the roof of the building. And then as soon the as the thing got building. activated, you know, and uh, but yeah, it was... Oh, she is a god. She didn't make a, a god... Uh, I gotta say, you haven't played it yet. The Lego... Uh, Dimensions Ghostbuster Pack. Mm, yeah, you will love it. <laughs> After playing it, it, it all the nostalgia punched me in the face all at once, and I immediately uh, went out, bought the 4K version of the first and second movie because somehow I didn't already have it, and watched it right there. Actually, no, I already had it. I just hadn't opened it. <laughs> and I popped them in, and I said, I'm watching these now. Dad's like, what are you doing? I was like, it doesn't matter what I'm doing. It's a snow day. We're watching Ghostbusters 1. Then we're watching Ghostbusters 2 because I'm feeling it, damn it. Yep. That was me when I played the uh, the Atari game. Of course, this is when Harold was still alive and they got everybody to come back and voice their characters. They tried to get uh, What's-His-Face to come back to voice Lewis, but uh, he was like... Rick know, Moranis, yeah. Rick yeah. Moranis said he's been he's like done with acting. No, no, he comes back every so often. But it's he just like... He's, he's basically retired. Yeah, he could. Yeah, so, well, hey, hey, mate, sequel. Well, you do remember the last time he came out to act at a commercial, he got punched in the face. That's why Ryan Reynolds lost his shit. Because Ryan Reynolds brought him out for a commercial for some cell phone company. And oh, then, his, his, his wireless company he was starting up with. And then, like, someone, uh, someone just came out and punched the dude in the face like a week later. Oh, yeah, I remember that. I'm like, what a... Why? That's yeah. why the whole universe needs to look at that person and go, Damn! This is, this is why the internet needs to stop, because people think that this is an acceptable behavior. Oh, I don't like that you were in a hiatus for, from acting, and because Funny Man brings you out, does a commercial. I don't like that you did that instead of go do Ghostbusters, I punch you, or Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, or whatever have you. What kind of fucking right do you have no, to do that? You did mad. a mobile commercial instead of another Molson commercial. <laughs> they were mad because there was not another movie about plants eating people. It's possible. <sighs> Little Shop of Horrors. Yep. Uh, <sighs> and I liked God. and I liked the new Slimer, you know, Muncher. Yeah, oh no no yeah, no! Well, I'm not Slimer. He was still in. The, he's, uh, he's 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 the red he's the red light on the on the thing in New York. No, he's right. he's still in New York. Yeah, he's Ooh. in New York. Muncher, Muncher is basically the just, new Slimer. Did you know what's bad though? They have three exactly three plushes sold at the theater. <laughs> you've got the little marshmallow puff boys. Yep. The p- you, you've puff got boys. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> you, you've got Muncher <laughs> and boys. you've got Slimer. 
Slimer was not. Slimer is always going to be is always going to be a plush for Ghostbusters. But he's literally the mascot. Exactly. <laughs> no, that's the mascot. No, that's the symbol. That's the one that got shot in the balls. <laughs> in the ghost balls. Because Hitman privates go funny. <laughs> the less said about 2016, the better. And you call yourself a comedy writer. Wow. Just wow. <laughs> Oh god. Let's wow. move on. We're not going to talk about 2016. Oh, wait. wait, I love how <laughs> Only uh, every 10 minutes. I got I got to say one of the things that I did like uh towards the end of the film when you see the um the little Stay Puft Marshmallow Boys being vaporized. It the Stay looks, Puft Boys. <laughs> it, it literally made to look like the way uh, Stay Puft was blown up in yeah. the first film. I was like, "Oh, I see what y'all did." <laughs> and then complete with podcast climbing out of the car. Covered, covered, covered in marshmallow oh, yeah. immediately to Ray. Exactly. Ray's like, no. I, 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 I Ray said the exact same thing to the last key master. Yeah. He's like, you just, you, you just, just have a class five apparition. Yeah. And uh, no, when he came out, I looked over at Road and I said, I love this town. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I liked also when the when the boys showed up and that got blasted across the across the Ecto one. <laughs> Ray and Ray and uh, Venkman were just like I don't remember it hurting this much, and Winston just said something. Goes I do. I do. <laughs> <laughs> they gave him a lot of really good lines. Oh yeah, it's probably because they probably looked at it like you know what, dude, you really weren't uh, respected as much in the first two films. Let's give you some really good lines. It's like well, his character was supposed to be more than it was in the first movie. Well, his character in the script was written as being a former marine. Right, but no, he was supposed to have. There were supposed to be more scenes developing his character in the first movie. Well, you know, and they was, cut a lot of those well, you scenes. Know, well, you know who was supposed to play the role, right? Eddie Murphy. That's true, um, but yeah, I could see that them giving him a bunch of great lines here is there's again, yeah, like you said, their way of sort of making making it up to him. Yeah, and also, also basically scene at the end of the movie, and the whole scene at the end of the movie, and also turns out Winston was the most successful out of all four of them. <laughs> I think they were making up for for the treatment of him in the in the first movie. Yeah, with this. yeah, they they really made they they gave him all the love. Yeah, as it, as well, he deserves. Well, I mean, he's, he's, I mean, out of out of the original Ghostbusters, he's the only one that does con, uh, convention appearances. <laughs> oh yes, they, I met him. He is awesome. Uh, they uh, apparently Dan Aykroyd when he was promoting his skull bottle vodka. vodka. Uh, somebody, it was actually out in, I think, Pennsylvania, Jersey, is somewhere in that area, uh, was mentioning to him about Monster Mania, which oh. is where, you know, it's a horror convention mm-hmm. out in, uh, Maryland and New Jersey, um, and, uh, Ernie Hudson has been there. Uh, the only other Ghostbuster actors that's been there is the guys who were in the Stay Puft costume. Basically, just like stunt guys or whatever. Sigourney Weaver hasn't been there. Sigourney Weaver has not been there. None of the really? other actors have been there. He's the only Ghostbuster, actual Ghostbuster, to be there. And he, <coughs> I uh, think so since the aliens. Um, yeah. And apparently, well, she, I don't think she does convince. Well, she does. She, but it's very rare. It's like Jamie Lee Curtis. Well, yeah. I mean, um, Sigourney Weaver showed up for that uh, high school that did the <laughs> alien play. Oh <laughs> God, yes, I remember that. Um, Which was. You know, that's awesome. You know, both that they successfully adapted that into a play. I've seen it, and it was, it was actually pretty good. Um, was it a, a high school? You said a high school? Yeah. Yep. High school production. The, and there, there, is a, there is essentially part. a fan cam of it on YouTube. Well, there needed to be a, a, a sturdy uh, uh, freaking pod cam for that shit. Um, I agree, but 
Regardless, yeah. they did an encore performance of it, and they got Sigourney Weaver to, to, you know, she made an appearance, you know, gave a little speech before the before the play, you know, sort of put, you know, you know, congratulating them for for doing it and everything. It was congratulating really for cool. getting it through into high school. <laughs> um, when most of the people there shouldn't be old enough to watch Aliens. Uh, I was probably young when I saw that movie, but anyways, I know um, how old I was. <laughs> but, but anyways, we'll not go there for. <laughs> We'll spare your blushes. Anyway, but, Chris. But anyway, so multiple people brought up Monster Mania to Dan, uh, trying to essentially egg him into making a convention appearance there. It's like, look, dude, you know, we've had one Ghostbuster there. We should have, you know, the other ones while you guys are still alive. Mm. So, maybe... Time will tell, but hey, you know. I just remember the, uh, oh God, I can't remember his name. The dude we just talked about, the guy who got no love. Ernie Hudson. Ernie, Hudson. Ernie Hudson. I remember him being at Awesome Con, and they were doing a, a voiceover reading of the Ghostbusters script. He came in, and the whole room lost his shit as he did his one famous line. I love this town. Tell him about the Twinkie. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell me about the Twinkie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, what what about the Twinkie? <laughs> oh, yeah, that's another thing. When they popped open the glove compartment, there was a Twinkie. One. There was and a Twinkie. Twinkie still sitting there. And, it was and, and as, soon as, it, as soon as it happened, you know, Chris and I looked at each other and just grinned. <laughs> we were just like, yeah. No, we I didn't know. have to say anything. It was just like, yeah. No, no, I literally said, tell him about the Twinkie. Yeah. What about the Twinkie? <laughs> Oh God, it was so so good. I wrote. I gotta ask you this: What what was like you? Out of all of us, you're the only one here who probably watched Ghostbusters when it was originally in theaters. Yes, <laughs> I was only three when it was originally in theaters. Uh, so I, I can't remember. Young. I can't remember what year did what? it come out. You're young. No. I I can't remember what year did. Eighty four. Eighty four. Oh, I hadn't been born yet. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was probably on the uh, I was probably being worked on at the time. <laughs> See, Still in development. Wow. Just like the third my wife script. Made a joke at me when they were doing the scene take when they were doing the uh, the apocalypse numbers. Uh-huh. And she goes, they go, nineteen eighty four. You were born. Like, Fuck off. <laughs> My sister was also born. <laughs> so how did you feel that they skipped the second one? What do you mean? It's Ghostbusters 2. This is a direct sequel to one. What? You didn't There's no mention of Vigo. Vigo, the, the date skipped from 84 to 2021. Yeah. Which they had to scrub that because that was probably supposed to be 2019 originally. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I can understand the reason why. Because the second film didn't really reference Vigo, uh, not Vigo, um, Gozer. Go. So it all had to do with the original theme of Gozer. So maybe, you know, if let's say they do a sequel to Afterlife and they, we get the Vigo the Carpathian painting in the lobby of the uh, the Ghostbusters building a la the video game. But well, just don't make the except, fucking thing. Except at the end of the movie it was transformed from Vigo into them. Uh, the, the, it's them. <laughs> as like as like um, angels surrounding well, the holy the, the child. The other thing that that made it feel that it wasn't a part it. They sh- all the video footage they showed was everything they showed was from the first movie. Yeah, yeah. All the different commercials and stuff because they they would have been like or or um not Reitman. Why can't I think of Ant Man's freaking actor? Oh, Rudd. Rudd. Uh, he would have mentioned that. Well, yeah, there were ghosts, and then all of a sudden, they didn't believe in them anymore. 
Well, yeah, because if you remember in the second... Because the second one, they didn't believe in ghosts yeah. because they had gotten rid of it. Well, it wasn't so much that he didn't believe in ghosts. There was just no more ghosts to bust. Well, yeah, and they we were saying, claiming that they were um, they were frauds, frauds, and they brought it on themselves. Well, yeah, because if you remember at the beginning of the second one when they were doing the that kid's would have been birthday, mentioned then. Um, the they one, want He Man. Yeah, well, the one kid was like, if, if back then they knew what He Man we have now, I don't think they would want He Man anymore. Uh, <laughs> if uh, well, what I, I remember the one kid looked at well, Dan Aykroyd and was just like. He was just like, yeah, my dad thinks you guys are frauds. He's like, well, what makes him think that? He's and he kind of explained. It's been a while since I've seen the second film. Sit, says his reasoning behind it, and uh, then you see uh, when they leave. Of course, they got the party stuff with them. They load the equipment back up, and it's like, look, we haven't had much business since uh, um, Gozer yeah. happened. So I imagine that you know the flux of ghosts kind of like de- kept on decreasing. Yep, it petered out because that that was what was bringing them out. Yeah, and then of course, then the you know the slime. How how what what's the time frame between one and two? Is story wise, the it's second like one came out in nineteen ninety one, I yep. think. So no nineteen no eighty. It takes place in uh, December of eighty nine, because if you remember when the movie ends, it's on New Year's. Yeah. And when it when that started, it and was, it was the and yeah because they used like all the New Yorkers singing "Auld Lang Syne" outside the outside the museum for the positivity. With, yeah, the positivity <laughs> fucked with uh, Vigo's uh, mood slime. See, the thing is, maybe the reason why they mentioned Vigo because he wasn't a big enough threat. Because compared to Gozer, that's true. Yeah, Gozer. Is, if you listen to what they said, each one of those dates, major a humongous event. event happened. The Titanic coming back was kind of big. Well, not they really. never All New York. <laughs> not, not, not in the spectrum of natural disaster of volcano exploding and yeah. melting the But world. they also mentioned... Cra- they, yeah, they mentioned Krakatoa, Tunguska. Uh, as soon as 19, 1908 came up there, I was like, But Tunguska. they also mentioned 84. Yeah. Well, 19, was, they also mentioned 1945, and they were just like, what didn't happen in 1945? <laughs> and, oh, we also got to see Evo Shandor. <laughs> Yeah, do we really want to spoil that? No, no. Because <laughs> the second we'll leave it saw, at that. Because the second we'll he leave start, it in the sarcophagus where it belongs. Because uh, yeah. the second he started talking, me and Rue just looked at each other and just started laughing. Well, I looked over. At, I looked over at you too. We just started laughing also because because because, <laughs> because of saw, who it was. <laughs> yeah, because when we saw who was playing him, we were just like, really. <laughs> hey, hey, he is getting paid. He is getting paid from so many different franchises. Well, he's making that Sony movie money. That's for damn sure. Yep. <laughs> so, non-movie question. Okay. But movie related. Yes. How long were your trailers? Because God bless, I had three minutes plus. What trailers did you get? Um. Uh, bunch of stuff I don't care about. Okay, so we had Spider-Man. Oh yeah, that, that was a we good one. We had Morbius. Yes, mm-hmm. that was a good one too. Uh. Dog. Dog, that movie with Channing Tatum. I kind of want to see that. I kind of do too. We, I mean, we I had see Encanto. How... Dog is the best oh, actor yeah. in it. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh yeah. Like I like Channing Tatum. Uh, <laughs> don't don't the do Super that. Pets. Yeah, the super Pets. Now. Super I'm mad at Super Pets now. Why? Dude, that was hilarious. I'm mad at it because I'm like, okay, cool. We're gonna actually get the legit Super Pets. Oh no, these are just random pets that got activated through a fucking. MacGuffin. MacGuffin that hits the ground near him. I mean, and that's cool. not the actual Ace the Bat Hound. That's just a dog named Ace. Yeah. I'm like, okay, cool. Now I don't have to complain that it's not the right dog, but he has the same fucking name. Uh, there was those three and then like eight other trailers that are all like movies. I'm like, 
Yeah, the, the one that I was we just only, a bit puzzled about like was six. the redeeming love. I was just like, why <laughs> is this here? I, I think that's related. when I stopped paying attention. Well, oh, we also had uh, uh, Scree 5. Oh, yeah, Scream. Scream. Yeah, we had Scream. We had the trailer for Scream. Also, Sing 2. Yeah, we had Sing 2. Mm. Well, Sing 2 makes sense. That. Well, that's what confusing. Most of the time, you, your movies, you get a good amount of promotion for your target audience. Mm-hmm. Where the hell did these movies come from? For this Which target ones? audience. There was one kid movie, one kid cartoon. I'm sorry, Ghostbusters will always be a kid movie. I know. You, so you're saying the Sing? PG, the PG-13 thing. I understand that, but it would still be a kid movie. Well, Paul Rudd's in it, so Spider-Man and Morbius, because they're Marvel-related, and he was Ant-Man in two, but three movies, they, four they, they movies. I mean, I th- I'm fairly certain they were, you know, because it's getting closer to the release date for that film, they're yeah. just slapping Also, that love story, for whatever the fuck reason, is the biggest confusion out of Well, all. yeah, Redeeming Love, I was like, why is this here? <laughs> yeah, I literally, I think that's when I checked out for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, we also got, we also just... had Encanto. Oh, yeah. Um, so maybe there was a lot more than I remember because I've seen all these trailers before. Same. So it's just going like this. The only one, think, it's like Dog, uh, Le- Super Pets, and Redeeming Love were the only ones I, re- I really hadn't seen. And Dog, I was like, oh, the, okay. Redeeming Love, I was like, why? <laughs> I don't remember Dog. That was the one with Channing Tatum in it. Yes. Him, uh, him and him. Uh, you may, you, you may not have gotten it. the best then. actor in there. Hey, come on. Well, Dog had also had a purple heart. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That, that John Bell. Hey, doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, uh, Ghostbusters so. Afterlife. I would say we all are saying uh, giving it like two thumbs up. Go see. I, I don't have enough thumbs up to give it. I would say I don't have extra. the amount on what? my appendages. I say spend an extra. We went to go see it in the XD theater. Mm. Dude, the seats were vibrating. AKA, AKA, it's IMAX, but not. <laughs> Our seats were con- concaved into each oh, other. Oh, yours too. Oh, awesome! I don't want theater one anymore. Oh, like, really, when, when stuff going, start going sideways, I'm like, something like, I don't remember being part of the low coast. Oh, no, oh see, God. We were funny I wasn't part of the movie. No, no, there were some sound vibrations because the, the Okay, then in that case, I'm definitely not seeing it in XD because that that ruined uh, Blade Runner 2049 for me. Ah, uh, oh. really? The, the, it felt like my seat never stopped shaking the whole freaking movie. You might have had it for long enough that your body just kept shaking afterwards. No. And I could hear like the the speakers still doing. It only happened on one part, and that's when the, that's when the wall started breaking. Well, that makes sense. Rude, I gotta ask you this: what was your what was your fond memory of Ghostbusters growing up? Was oh, it the cartoon, God. the movies, both? It was the cartoon. It was the cartoon for me, but the uh, the movie basically what set the tone for literally my entire generation. Um, as soon as they go into the library, uh. and they peek around like. There she is. All right, get her. Get her. <laughs> on the count and of everybody, everybody in the theater, like all the kids are like, yeah. And, and as soon as she went, everyone's like, ah. <laughs> and the the book, from that point on, the books, that yeah, the books. We did comment on the books uh, in the house. <laughs> you know, the books did not fall during the earthquake. Of course. Yeah, he, he got them. Egon was there Egon holding them up. He was like, "Nope." <laughs> the I. It took me hours to get those stacked. Just so, do not. That, of course, that's how, that's how he was practicing, trying to flip the damn uh, chessboard. He stacked the books. <laughs> Once he got them stacked up high enough. Oh, by the way, did he have the years written around the house yes. also? Yes, yes. Okay. Because he had recreated it inside the house. Probably so he could remember, so as a way to focus, I have until 
2021 to get the, to to stop 2020. This. So I want to know. Did, scratch, scratch, scratch. One. One. <laughs> I want to know. Did uh, did COVID affect the uh, this anything in the movie itself? It's in like, the u- in universe? Yes. <laughs> yeah. Well, then that should have been 2020. Because, like, when he said... What didn't happen in 2020? Everything. Uh, <laughs> Everything didn't happen in 2020. I think, though, I think, I, I'm pretty sure that if we had an asteroid coming towards the Earth, I would have been like, well, okay. Can we watch it's the like, movie We would have been, been like, praise be to the Skyrock, come to destroy us all. It's like, then I would have been like, oh, thank God, the one that I voted for is finally coming. <laughs> now you would have been like, you would have been like the old dude inside the tanker in uh, in Waterworld when the when the when the match when the flare gets dropped down inside and goes, thank you, God. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody have any gripes about the movie? Not really. I no. Know. I just want to know who made Paul a teacher. Uh, that guy here. He was in town. He's a scientist. That means you're smart. That means you can be a teacher here. <laughs> you don't have a whole lot of seismic shit to study here, and that's not going to pay pay your bills. We'll pay you to be a teacher here. I'm not critiquing his teaching skills. I'm critiquing what this. teaching skills? I'm critiquing the fact that he said, "Let's take this ghost trap that I just saw something, hollow <laughs> out, strap it to a car battery, and see how all this works out." Hey, nice replica of what? It's real. <laughs> <laughs> But not only the one problem, actually, this is just a minor thing. Is they hooked it up to a car battery? It was still hooked up. The it was not a car battery. It was that was a bus school bus battery. Those are heavy duty as fuck. Right. It's still hooked up. The bus is still running. He goes over and touches it. The thing is made of metal. Why did not that not send him flying across the parking lot? Well, he's not a science teacher. (laughs) He's a seismologist. That's science. Well, it I wasn't would, shaking, so he didn't care. Actually, what I want to know is why didn't he put it on the ground? Because you know, to keep it grounded. grounded. It was uh, on top of a car, which was grounded by the uh, okay, tires. I that do. might have been the reason. I think that was my favorite line. One of my favorite lines in the movie, though. Yeah, so let's get out of here. Why you're an adult? I'm also liable. <laughs> yeah. What was your favorite scene? Um, well, we didn't go around the room about grapes. Yeah, well, we had, no, okay, nobody here had a gripe, right? No, no. no. There. Okay. <laughs> the Echo One's tires should have been dry rotted straight through. That's yes. my only gripe. Okay, that's that's a, that's a very good Oh, yeah, point. all those There should have been. No. And there they was still gas flat, in that they car? Put, they put flat tire on that thing. They what? Oh. They put that green gel. That's why the tire never... Uh... Yeah, but dry rot's dry rot. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you let a car sit for long enough, that should have just fall off. Mm. Uh, well, he said gas. We got a uh, the gas. And, these yeah. are all like the, the minor Ecto, shit. Yeah, the Ecto one still had gas, and that you know <laughs> that they he was able to go joyriding around the field without potentially fucking the fucking the car up driving. After driving doing the all. jump too, I will argue that one. We don't know what he did while he was repairing that car. Maybe he might put some gas into the car. He may have had gas. He's got cans. a point. Now the tires, I can't argue that one. Yeah, we, that's the only thing I was like tire. And a working battery. But I do have it would have just all you would all it would have taken is a little bit of a montage showing him replacing the tires. We really want to do that eighties training montage. No, but just <laughs> like just like bang 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 boom, and then those were the yeah. OG tires though because they had the white uh, rims. I do have a question for Rhodes. Back in the day with these cars, did they ever go to one hundred twenty miles per hour? Yes. Really? Yes. Okay. Yes. Caddies. I just remember the all 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 any V eight or V six. Was guaranteed to hit 120. 
I remember eventually. Not like not necessarily quickly, but it, you could get it up you to get that there. speed. It, 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 it hit up there. If you, if you have a De, uh, DeLorean, you're gonna see some shit once it hits 88 miles per hour. Yeah. Also, how much more in debt is their poor mom after they destroyed more than half the? You know, I cat? did think about that. That's a very good point, but but Winston, Winston. Winston oh, probably bailed him out. Probably okay. bailed them out. Because once he realized what happened, because remember he was helping pay for the store. He has a yeah. Helping pay for the store, guys. I just realized something. He's the Bruce Wayne of this movie. Oh my God! Yes. <laughs> Wait, no. He bought the bank. <laughs> Not Bruce Wayne. Tony Tony Stark. What? Who helped Bruce Wayne with a lot of his tech? Oh, Alfred. Lucius. He's the Alfred. No, Lucius Fox. Oh. There I know you, you were getting there, but he spouted it out. I, yeah. I could, I could sense it. But yeah, he's Lucius Fox. Literally mm-hmm. took over the. When he has Bruce a global left, business. I wonder who the one employee is. He's Techie, the first, his one first employee, Lewis. Well, yeah, he had Rick Moranis' character. Yeah, <laughs> Lewis Tully. Makes sense. Yep. Because he was like, he's, oh, I got nowhere else to go, guys. He's he's got uh he he started up the legal department for uh, for for Winston. Well, because well, when you're starting up a business and you're supposed to enterprising and trying to get all this stuff going on, you're gonna need the legal. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yep. Uh, Cinched it all together. Yeah, folks. there we go. We tying up some tying up some loose ends and, and everything. That this movie had little, very of. little, but it was yeah, it was. I I don't know what scene I would say was my favorite because the uh, whole movie was for so me. Good. I think it's when all of them. I, yeah. I think I think my main favorite scene was probably when, uh, you know, like the the sister she had the proton pack and Wolfhard he had the the Ecto one and then they finally meet up in the middle. I'm like, here we go. <laughs> yep. And then when they started making the toys canon in the movie universe. <laughs> the little, like the... Oh, the RC one? So the RC was one of the toys, and then the gunner seat was a, one of the toys uh, for the uh, the Ecto-1 toy. I don't know which Ecto-1 toy it was, but... I don't think mine had it. Uh, mine I was sure just sure. Probably, the, if I had to say, was when, once the boys showed up. And and everything from, everything from that point forward, I was I was just smiling like the ear whole to time. ear grinning. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm surprised the audience didn't start clapping at that scene because I know that when it comes to Marvel films, well, you like, know we had like four or five people were plexing. Maybe your audience didn't. Mine did. <laughs> the people, everyone next to you guys. Yeah. All right. the four of those people, not a single one of them had those seats. Because the two of them that sat on the very end uh-huh. were sitting in our seats when we walked in. And I was like, honey, what seats are we? And she had to pull up the app and it was taking a while to load. And the girl was like sitting in the one seat. Boyfriend goes, or whatever, goes, oh, we got to get up. We got to go somewhere else. And she's like, oh, just put my feet up. And once the thing comes up, she's putting her chair down and starts to leave. And um, Peanut Gallery looks over and goes, yeah, those were our seats. I'm like, oh, so they just, they just didn't give a shit. No, uh, we had a family doing that. Who was talking? Shows. Who who shushed the people talking? Uh, that was the row in front of us, a little further down the right. But uh, who was talking? I didn't see who was talking, but the person sitting, who somebody had. It was in the group to the right of you guys, wasn't it? Yeah. No, 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 no. Because no. I could hear the talking coming from your direction. I know you guys weren't. I could tell when one of you all was talking. Well, yeah, because I was sitting there like I. Like, Someone I, was having just like a full blown conversation during a quiet part, and then. Shh, and then silence. Thank <laughs> God. 
Oh, I, I thought for a second Yo, that you got up and got behind I, someone. I have to say my favorite part was when uh, the big bag comes out of the cornfields, looking all busted. Oh, when yeah, when walking. that was not kid friendly. That was definitely not kid. Oh, there was another kid unfriendly part. Ah, there was no blood. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, because well, the guy was over. I can do hand motions. Nobody will know what's going on. Well, we're not saying who it was, but they essentially mummified for like seven years. I would, I would say, got the jazz treatment. But I digress. Yeah, but yeah, it was. Oh God, I just got where you were going with that. Stop it. I would say he got more the King Shark treatment. I'm gone. <laughs> That's more recent. I was going to say, well, I was pulling it back together, getting the jazz treatment because you mentioned Michael Bay towards the beginning. Of the <laughs> okay, there you go. Oh, I thought That's we were true. referencing Cowboy Bebop for tomorrow. Yep. Um, so, but I think that's going to wrap this up. We're not going to go too much further into this. We're already at like an hour and 15 oh, minutes. One of the other gripes that I really hated about the, the reviews, I just had to get this one out. This was just another way to put out more toys and shit. I'm sorry, who had the bigger budget of putting out pointless toys and inventing new things to put out figures and backpacks and and promotions for? Ninja Turtles. <laughs> 2016. They went in the hole because they couldn't make the money back from their promotional material. Yeah, this is true. They did go under. I mean, I well, merchandising is back where back. the real money from the movie is made. Merchandising, merchandising, merchandising. But how much merchandising have we seen of this other than the few little things at the theater? Um, yes. Well, I have seen, so, remember that Bankman figure that I got well, Yeah, they, re, they re-released those. No, 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 no. Uh, they have figures of the way they look in the new movie, in Afterlife, where they're all whole and grayed and oh. shit. Uh, okay, that's cool. They yeah. also have... But uh, these are, are more adult action figures. We're not talking like a whole island Toys R Us. Uh, actually, Walmart's got new toys for Toys R Us Afterlife. I'll do a section like Ben Tennis have. Yeah, it's just anyway. one four-foot section. This one had like <laughs> 12 feet. And it's just like, if you're going to gripe about the merchandising, that's not necessarily the fault of the... M- of the people that made the movie specifically. That's well, the fault of that's the fault of the fucking studio. People have been trashing the director. Why? He had no say in that. No, they're trashing the director on this movie. For what? Oh, it's Being pandering or oh, oh, it's not as good as the first one. First off, lightning above. Second off, shut the fuck up. Third off, Thank don't you. trust reviews. Fourth Go off, fourth off, shut the fuck up. Go watch your own thing, make your own opinion, don't follow class. class what, mind. what Zeke just said. I said don't to listen get to out fucking critics. Here's what I'll say. I, I, the only reason why I was looking at it is because I'm trying to wrap my head around how it's so low. Right. 61 fucking percent. So what we needed... That shit's just barely look, out of rotten. I'm starting to think that it's not even... It's not... It's not us. It's literally studio execs because they didn't get what they wanted. What they wanted was a basic money montage to 2016 because they're the ones who pushed 2016 on us. And the literally... Fans, the fans were spoke, spoke or didn't speak, and they were clearly heard because we didn't spend money on that horse shit. Right, and they're kind of still butt sore over that because they... 
the, again, the studios were promoting it so hard, and yet everyone was like, we didn't ask for this shit. No. And we didn't. We didn't want that. Well, there was we one good thing that came out of 2016. What we wanted... We Ecto Cooler came back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, I think that was the only thing that I, was I, good. I, and I, I, may, I may have bought a lot of Ecto Cooler and those Twinkies when they came out. <laughs> I I'm kind of shocked they didn't do that again for this one. I'm yeah. So, I'm shocked that I did not see anything like, Twinkie. Because... Shit for promotion. I would have had, one. once again, done Overkill and... I would have bought over four hundred dollars worth of Twinkies. <laughs> well, and we would have been sitting there in the movie theater munching on Twinkies. Yeah, I, I would be throwing Twinkies there. Hey, we need Twinkies. I got them. <laughs> if, if we're going off of reviews, seven point eight on IMDb, sixty one on Rotten Tomatoes, seventy uh, forty seven on Metacritic. On IMDb That's really low for Metacritic. So the thing comes down to it, like we were about to say, go watch your own opinion, make your own opinion. And Go watch the movie want, and make your own opinion. If you don't want to spend the, what, 15 bucks on a ticket, take it to your local, like, what is it, dollar store movie theater, like we have over here. Yeah, cheap, cheap go, seats. Yeah. yeah. Go see it in a matinee, you know, and pay pay less for it. Matinee but, or but, cheap day. I mean, literally day, from, yeah. what I've, from what I've observed, everyone, normal people who have gone out to see this, are absolutely loving it. Ninety-five percent from um, audience loving it to death. Yeah, it's just the corporate bigwigs. And that's the worst part. We're not going to get that little sticker on the fucking steel book that I'm inevitably going to buy. The Rotten Tomato score one, uh, the certified fresh one. Yep. I do love the fact. One of the things I came across. How does was... Dune Part One get a, a an eighty-nine percent? Because it's a good movie. Yeah, it, it it's good, really good. It's a really good movie, but at the same time, I'm like, okay, I can sit here and compare both of them, and literally, one is love letter, <laughs> and the other one is a true adaptation of the novel. Right. Now, between the two, the thing that will always strike everyone is a love letter to the original, especially and for the fans like us who grew who grew with up it. with it mm-hmm. and can take their kids to go see it. And we are we are the ones who are Ecto paying that money one. for it. And as Lego. we finish yeah, off, it'll be the younger generation that comes later yeah. on to watch in. it towards the like. I actually have that. Yeah, a little bit later in. But, so yeah, there's literally like next to no promotion. You 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 can tell. It's it's literally the studio did not get the way they want, and they're trying to sink it because. They want it their way. Mm-hmm. And their way was, we are supposed to have a whole set of other Ghostbusters carrying us into the future. And their choice for Ghostbusters was a fucking flop. Yep. But I really, we're not going to talk about 2016 anymore. Because there was no hope. Ghostbusters yep. in 2016. Hey, can, I, got my research, I did watch the uh, interview... Of the way carpet, and they actually had people walking out of the fields crying in tears. Yeah. So that just says how good this movie exactly. is. Exactly. Love letter, people. Love uh, letter. We are now going to wrap this up. No more quarters into the into the into, into the, the jukebox. into the jukebox. Uh, pig will stay silent. Uh, as we have said, this is really really good. If you enjoyed the first Ghostbusters, go see this movie. 
if you haven't seen the first Ghostbusters, what the hell is wrong Ghost- with you? First, watch the, watch the original Ghostbusters and the original nineteen eighty four Ghostbusters. It is there are plenty of options out there for you to to see it. Then go see Ghostbusters Afterlife. And afterwards, slap yourself for not seeing the original Ghostbusters when you had the chance the first time. Yep, uh, but that is going to wrap things up for this edition of the Binge Cast. Uh, there will be more content coming from us this uh, this weekend. Stay, stay tuned for that. But for Sam and Chris, Zeke and The Road, I am Jay, and we will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Board to Death Binge Cast. Be sure to check out our library of past podcasts via CKCC Radio or via our YouTube channel, and give us a like and subscribe. We'll see you after our next binge.